Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, sure we could talk about Sonny trying to convince Margot to let go of the past, or we could talk about Ava slipping Sasha a sleeping pill, or we could sli- talk about Nina losing it at a parent-teacher conference. But we're here for one reason and one reason only, and that is to break it all down with Patricia Bethune, who played Mary Pat on General Hospital. We're doing that next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV. Of course, this is the show that breaks down all the latest happenings there Fort Charles. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. And I'm your co-host, Carla Renata. And look who's sitting next to me. Oh, the whole body and head. <laughs> That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know her from shows such as Grey's Anatomy for the People, The Open House on Netflix, but we're here <laughs> for one reason only because she played the tyrannical nurse in Ferncliff, Mary Pat, who made a unfortunate end thanks to Ryan Chamberlain. <laughs> we're pleased, though, to talk about everything with our very special guest, Patricia Bethune. Yay! Yes! I'm so excited to be here. Girl, you guys you are, are so not, great. You are not more excited than me. Oh. You just don't understand. Okay, wait. Okay. So I, I, I think I told you this, or maybe I didn't. So for everybody that's watching and listening, whatever, I was at the Screen Actors Guild, yeah. minding my own black business and walking down to my car, and I see Patricia talking to somebody, and I'm thinking, I know that face. Why do I know her? And then I literally get like this close to her, and I'm just about to pass when it hits me who, why I recognize the face. And I'm like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. And just, you know, diarrhea to mouth. Just blah, 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 blah. But I asked her in that moment if she would come here and do the show with us. She's here, and I'm so excited. Yes, yes we're yes. excited to have you. And, of course, we're going to have plenty of questions for Patricia, but we want you to be able to get involved as well, too. So. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Carla's got the chat up and running, so feel free to, to share a question that you'd like Carla to ask Patricia on your behalf, and we'll break it all down. Yeah, yeah. I'll yes. try to be as honest. <laughs> They're already <laughs> talking about they recognize you from Grey's as Nurse Ginger. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. I lived. <laughs> well, before we start diving into all the General Hospital yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about you. Uh, yeah. Where did you get your start? Oh, gosh. Um, I actually started here in Los Angeles. So I moved out here for something completely different and started acting here. I auditioned for a play and got it, and the next one and the next one. And then I learned the business and took classes. And and I, I think my first job uh, being paid was a commercial for Sprint. And my first sitcom was something called Maybe This Time with Betty White. And, Fantastic. Which was really great. It was like, it was unbelievable. My first show, I was faking it really big time. <laughs> and I get to the set and they're ahead of schedule and I had like my bag with me and they said, okay, we're going right into camera block. Come on in. It was, uh, and I said, <laughs> oh, great. Um, cause I'm just like, camera block. Great. And I was just going to get, I was just going to get a cup of coffee, but I, you know what? I'm good. And Betty White said, no, she saw, she's so smart. She says, you know what? Let me get your coffee. What would you like in it? What? 
what? And she took her time. She was lovely. It was really a lesson in how to behave. I worked with her really, once too. She's yeah? awesome. Yeah. yeah. She's, doesn't she have like this glow around her face? She looks like she has like Vaseline on the camera in front oh, of her face yes, all the time. Exactly. She? Exactly. <laughs> she's yes. beautiful. She's beautiful. She's lovely, generous, all those things. Well, now you said you moved out here and, and acting wasn't what you came out here for, but what yeah. made you decide to put away what you'd come out here for originally and oh. said, like, I want to do try acting? Well, I was working in insurance for years, and because so I could live anywhere I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last place I had lived was Minnesota, and it was super cold. <laughs> it was like a hundred inches of snow my last winter, and eighty below with the wind chill. And the Olympics were going to be in L.A., so I said, "Well, if I live there, I'll get better seats." You're like, "I'm out." <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> So I moved to L.A., and I was always looking for something else to do, and I actually did a little radio um, for a while. I hung out with painters and musicians and artists, and they took away a lot of the unknowns of the creative world for me, and I just uh, took a shot. And it actually works out for me because um, I like changing jobs. I like <laughs> I like new people all the time, and it actually kept me in one place. I'd be moved a lot in the city, but it kept me from moving around. So I really like it. It's great. So let's, they got some questions in here. Yes. So someone wanted to know, how was it making your head mask? Oh, my gosh. Well, I had done one years ago on Buffy where they cut off my head. Well, they killed me with bugs eating me alive or something. Ew. And, uh, <laughs> but that was an old-fashioned one, which was really scary. So when I went into these people, I said, okay, you know, how much do I have to breathe? And they said they have a new way now. They uh, kind of do your nose and your ears first to make sure you can breathe so they're not just stuck, sticking straws up your nose at the last minute. Come, you know, be alive. So it was actually uh, pretty cool. They take a million pictures of your head in all, all, from all directions, and they took my uh, skin tones and my hair, and these people weaved it. It looks so real. It looks so real. I but just, it only took a couple hours for me, but it took them a Look, week. I just knew that was you standing on a pedestal, like, through the floor. I, didn't I say that? I just knew, like, I didn't realize that was a mask. I just knew oh, you, that, that you were standing there and you were just like this. I was like, oh, that's As an actor, I'm really grateful they made the mask because I would have gone in there and been all wet and held my breath for those couple seconds. So. Yeah, that would have been awful. Was- <laughs> that would not have been fun at all. And then another person wanted to know if you could come back as another character, oh. who would it be and under what circumstances? Oh, um, well, you know, I think I woke up the other day with wanting to come back into where poor Kevin is now oh. and haunt him a little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At first, yeah, because he's kind of he's out of it, and I thought I'd come in and torment him a little. You know, I thought that would be fun. Well, uh, to back it up before we yeah. get to kind of your demise and, oh, yeah. and and General Hospital and poor Charles specifically. I what uh, when did you first hear about the uh, the the role of Mary Pat? When did they kind of first cross your path? Um, boy, that was in May, and I didn't think I got it. I was in uh, one of my um, traveling moods, and I thought, you know, what if I pack everything up and I'll take a drive across the country for the next three months and go Ooh. visit people and Ooh, see, I love that. and get to, I get work in Atlanta. I just thought, you know, I hate to be. I put things in storage, but I hate to be tied down. <laughs> and I'm literally, I gave notice. I'm surrounded by boxes in my, you know, in my house, and I just, um, I get a call, and um, my old agent who had fired me the day before, let me go the day before the audition, called and said, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And they said, oh, you know, they want you for the show. And I said, are you kidding me? You know, it was just like, 
I mean, I was happy. Right. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I'd let a lot of things go. And so I, my landlord was cool and we all, you know, we stayed. But uh, so it was a surprise. And uh, but I've known the casting director for years and years and years, so it was nice that he remembered me to bring me in for it, which was really great. Now, were you? Did you grow up as a fan of General Hospital or soap operas in general? Um, you know what? I I, I watched, of course, the Luke and Laura wedding days back in those days <laughs> and mm-hmm. things, you know. And uh, my parents, I watched with them a lot. One Life to Live. So yes, it was I watched so One Life cool. to Live. It was so cool to work with Roger. I didn't tell him though. You know, it's like, <laughs> I watched you all the time because uh, he's so cool. Uh, and I watched a lot of all my children and you know and so it was all the abcs you know so how much do they give they break down who mary pat is any of the backstory is that all up to you kind of coming up with that backstory it's all up to me it's up to me they told me nothing (laughs) i think there was on my first day um so i basically had four days and they said here's 54 pages go because what they give you for the audition is not no it's all fake names fake everything so you're not really sure so i was working and they pulled um john lindstrom off to the side, and they whispered in his ear, and he just looked at me. And so he oh. may have had a clue at that point. And I thought, oh, maybe it's a love interest. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like well, I, look, girl, that's not far-fetched. It could have been. It could have been. I played it all. I it could have like, been. A little bit I'm of like, everything. Because you played, like, you played, like that, those yeah. last couple of oh, scenes, yeah. you were like, so listen. <laughs> I was like, go ahead, Mary Pat. We are not to be flirting with your murderer. <laughs> we're not working together anymore. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew nothing, really. I had to make up a story, and including the fact that she was just overworked and understaffed and really just had to keep everyone doped up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Mary Pat's problem was with Carly Daisy Flower 40 wants to know? I actually mm. want to know that, too. Like, why does she insist on calling her Caroline? Oh, oh, well, I think she called everybody by their full name. I think, oh. for me, that was her. She reminded me of an old nun I knew once. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was easy to pull, like, the person that just tortures you. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it, and it was only that little hint of having eaten at a restaurant in the very beginning at the hotel, mm-hmm. that I think she snubbed her, and she just remembered. Ooh, and so she just rubbed it in every chance well, she got. You know, how often would this woman go to a pricey restaurant? Never. Never. <laughs> Carly ruined her night. Yeah. <laughs> it is one thing with soap fans, they will latch onto any line of dialogue yeah, yeah. to kind of start building what they yeah. think where they think the story's going. So mm. when they hear you mentioning Caroline, there's things online going, Oh, maybe she's related to, you know, back in the days in Florida and they start building oh, yes. these backstories for that. What's it like for you as you're performing in this role and seeing the online fans kind of suggesting, Oh, we know what Mary Pat's deal really is? Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm oh, that's interesting. I really found a lot. I would I would talk to uh, Frank about it. I'd say, Oh, did you see? <clears throat> That'd be very interesting. <laughs> he says, Yes, everybody tells me what would be interesting. I'm like, oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and no, and no. <laughs> well, that day I ran into you, I had, I knew I was coming back, but I didn't know what was going to happen. So mm-hmm. I, I ran into him at a party uh, for the daytime Emmy mm-hmm. thing, and I said, "Hey, it looks like I'm coming back." And he said, "Well, don't get too excited." Oh. <laughs> and I said, "Oh," and he says, "Yeah, we're killing you." So. Oh. It, it, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dang, he just broke it out to you like well, that? And I was really grateful because, you know, we work a lot in our heads. So, and I was grateful they just didn't show my foot sticking out of the, you know, padded cell saying, oh, poor Mary Pat. You know, oh, they gave right. me a great they end. They gave you a great, yeah. yeah. A great end. And he told me they were going to cut off my head. <laughs> he, he, and I thought, oh, my God, but yay. <laughs> <laughs> So for that, for the timing for that, because they've got to construct that prosthetic head that they're going to use for that uh-huh. scene, how much sooner did you go in to just get that done before you even actually started filming any scenes? Um, it was two weeks before. Two weeks before. They called and they said, you know what, we just realized we got to get you in for this thing. And I said, well, I've got nothing going on right now. Let me go. <laughs> Don't let me think about it too much. Just let me just, let me go. Now, how different would you say... Your fan base has been because you were on um, Long Mind. You like I was recurring, on True Blood for a yeah. Years. You were on True yeah. Blood, Long yeah, Mind. You're like, you're like yeah. recurring guest star queen. Yeah, yeah. So what 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 would you say is the difference between having those type of recurring roles and in a recurring role on a soap opera? Unbelievably different. Unbelievably different. I I don't think they know or people know how many people watch this soap opera. I can be anywhere. I was in Phoenix and some <laughs> woman came up uh, just last weekend and. We were asking for directions to something, and uh, I had that face. People mm-hmm. asked me. I don't know, but I'll give them an answer. And uh, she was talking to the friends I was with. She didn't say anything to me, but as soon as I walked away, she said, I know her. Wait a minute. So she, <laughs> like I did. So I go, <laughs> you know, and people do that because of the character. They kind of go, oh, wait, I know I know you. <laughs> they take a minute because they're a little worried. So right. Like, yeah, yeah. Have you had somebody um, come up to you and come up to you not recognizing like you say they recognize you but then once they realize that you played Mary Pat and Mary Pat wasn't exactly the most endearing character Mm -hmm. have you had people say something kind of off the cuff to you in that regard you know uh, talk to me that way (laughs) no um, you know when I I went to the fan weekend Mm -hmm. and when I came into room there were a lot of people that were like (gasps) and uh, one woman came up to me afterwards she said I wasn't going to talk to you because you're too scary but i we caught each other's eye and you seem like a nice person (laughs) well thanks for that um no no and then there was another woman who just wouldn't come near me she walked back and forth for the entire afternoon saying you can't you scare the heck out of me but she didn't say heck but uh she just was just (laughs) screaming it back and forth the whole day Uh, but most people know they know it's a show so yeah they're okay they they all they'll put a caveat you know we hate you, but we love to hate you. <laughs> now, I want to talk to you about, you have an organization that deals with caregivers, yes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I volunteer with the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregiving yeah, as, a, as get, their spokesperson. Yeah, how did you get involved with that? Um, well, I was a caregiver for a number of years uh, for a number of people that all just passed away at one time, and it kind of left me emotionally bankrupt, and, you know, and I just had nothing left. And when I got True Blood, and uh, I had a publicist at that time, and he said, well, what do you want to get into? And I said, well, uh, taking care of people who take care of people, caregivers. So he said, well, that is just not sexy. And <laughs> not, That's what he said, yeah, yeah, not yeah, sexy? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah exactly. And I said, well, then you don't know caregivers. You know, they're pretty darn uh, special people. So I actually um, contacted Rosen Carter Institute, and I had an idea for PSA uh, with me and Mrs. Carter. And it actually, yeah, and I, so I wrote it and I pitched it and uh, actually got it done, went out there and we produced it and they had no footage on her because she's such an amazing giving woman. And they said, you know, we should probably have something 
of her. I said, yeah, that would be good. So from there, I just, whenever I can, I wrote a, a handbook on how people can take care of the people caring for people. Oh. How, how to ask the right questions. Because you can say, what can I do to help? And they're overwhelmed. And they don't want to have you say no. So it's like, offer what you're willing to do. Can I go to the grocery for you? You know, it's like, or it's like if you want to do something big, say it. But if it's something little, let them know what it is because they're overwhelmed. So yeah. it, was, it was more just that. I was really, that struck me um, really hard when I saw that because oh. I am a caregiver. Oh, you are? Okay. I am. Oh. So I was... I was like, oh, wow, somebody's actually doing I I really want to um, know more about it oh, yeah. and um, maybe become involved with you with that because that's something that I feel is sorely needed in, in the yeah. world and in our country in particular. Yeah. That's why I was really excited to see that GH had given Mike that storyline and Sonny uh, and Ca- so Caroline. Good. Yeah, well, the Rosen Carter Center had started with Alzheimer's and it's expanded to everything. And right now it's really focusing on uh, military caregivers. And it's such a young group of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are taking care of them and their parents. And, and the Operation Family Caregiver is out there and it's free help for anyone helping anyone from any war which is very new because before you had to bring all this paperwork in and prove, you know, well, this war didn't count or this war. Now it's just call, you know, contact them. It's like off. Are you serious? They yeah. were breaking it down between what war oh, counted yeah, and what war yeah. didn't? Yeah, I did an That's event for crazy. them and the Vietnam vets uh, you know, just were just in tears that they had some. They wouldn't have to go and find the paperwork from 40 years ago to prove something to get into the right program. So they streamline it, guide you to where you need to go for help. Wow. Mm-hmm. So to shift away from that for a second, what would you say is, because you, you've played a nurse, you've been on Triple you've, <laughs> you, you've, you've played such varied characters. If you had your druthers, what would be your dream role to, to, um, to portray? You know, I, I've, you know, I've been had a string of like walking the line. I like to play people um, where you challenge them to liking, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I, I mean, for my dream, it's, it's a sitcom. Really? It's, it's always been, yeah, yeah. I did so many of them early on uh, in my career, and then I did stand-up for a while and such. And I, Okay, hold you know. up, hold up, hold up, Patricia Bethune. You can't just go, I did stand-up for a while and keep talking. You think I'm going to let that slide? Oh, but no, we're not. So let's talk about that for a second. Bump the dream roll. Let's talk about the stand-up. That was years ago. I, I I did it around the time. That's how I got a Seinfeld I did, and Everybody Loves Raymond, and a bunch of shows like that because I... I was out in the clubs, but I, 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 you know, I like working with people, you know, and at the, it wasn't with all the cameras and everything. Everybody had now you have your, your 10 block, you know, tape recorder mm-hmm. and you bring it in and then you, you go home and you say, that was a good show. Well, yeah, it was a great show, but you're talking to yourself. So right. I, I like working with people, but I wanted to learn how to land a joke, be confident with the joke. So when you're going up for TV shows and such, you can be in a room, you can make people laugh. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they've seen so many, your challenge, you go way too big. Mm. You don't trust it. So you're making them laugh, but you also lose the role. So it was more just oh. to kind of learn how to control adrenaline, how to work, you know, trust my humor. Oh, that's a good tidbit. Mm-hmm. So for you actors out there, <laughs> listen to what Patricia Bethune said. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning today. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like? Because Seinfeld uh, regarded as, you know, a, a, a mm. classic sitcom, yeah. as well as Everybody Loved Raymond, but I was more of a Seinfeld fan. Oh, yeah. What's it like when you get an opportunity to, to work on that set? 
Oh my God! Well, I had just—I'd um, been in a few times to audition, and I was had done a play in the afternoon. I was in the tub, and I got a phone call. It was like Sunday afternoon. Can you be on Seinfeld tomorrow? I went. Oh my God! This is a great day. I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was great um, because it was just in the mix. Uh, it's the uh, Spongeworthy episode. Uh, you know? Yes. Right. So I'm one of the people that beats up uh, Kramer when he won't wear the ribbon. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you think you are? He won't wear the ribbon. That episode. Yeah. It was so much fun, and to work with Larry David and and, and uh, Seinfeld. But he, uh, who was. Corporate, corporate, in his, and then Jerry went off, came back for his time on camera, and he was in lovely, 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 back to his normal self. Yeah. A lot of pressure, but it was easy fun. Do you think that, um, are there elements of, flipping back to Mary Pat for a second, are yeah. there elements that you think, you, um, ideologies that you and Mary Pat might share? Oh, no, <laughs> especially as a caregiver advocate, you know, when people go, I've been, you know, all the people yelling at me about the nursing and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, I, it's like, trust me, I care about nursing people. But I also know there are a lot of rotten people. I've been in a lot of hospitals mm. and I, but I, I, I kind of more formed her off of that corporate world and the boss you just hate. Who just is there. You have no control, but you got to stay there. So I kind of had her. Do I? No, not at all. Now. I, I used to work on Another World as an actress, oh. you know, back in the day. Um, and back then, there was very little turnaround time with the material. Is it still like that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a one-take wonder. It, it really, I thought my brain was going to explode uh, the first week. I, I was having nightmares. I was just off running the lines, running the lines. And then I learned how to work it for me. To make it work for me, because it's just there's no um, no place to hide your uh, script really on the set. So well, they always had you walking or standing up. Yeah. It's not like you were sitting behind a desk where you could kind of go like this. Well, and there were padded rooms. They didn't have any places for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I, I figured out how to do it uh, for me. And once other people were talking with me instead of being drugged and just kind of going, mm. I had a little more easy. It's easier in a conversation to remember dialogue than monologues, mm-hmm. but I, can, I kind of like monologues a lot. Okay. So of course you're taking care of Ryan Chamberlain in the, in the room next to Carly, but nobody, of course, nobody knows who the real person is in there. We mm-hmm. do see you go in there for one to give that person an injection. I know. Do, uh, at that point, do they, they just say, uh, is the script going? Mary Pat just goes into the room next door and gives this mysterious patient. Yes. Yeah, the only time I knew uh, was when I was taking Carly to get her uh, uh, electrocution, yes. you know, basically uh, mm-hmm. electrotherapy. Mm-hmm. And we crossed in the hall. That was the only time I knew that it's like, oh, that's who it is. <laughs> uh, but no, there was there was a camera on the bed. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had no idea. I just had to find somebody who annoyed me. And... <laughs> <laughs> There's a few people like that. How annoyed do you think Mary Pat was when that that new nurse <sighs> gave her her walking papers and sh- and told her to leave her badge? Isn't she a snot? <laughs> I know. It's just actually she was kind of fun because she's so you know mm-hmm. she's so scattered in comparison yeah. you know. Um, but I end up over. Oh yeah, she was very annoyed. <laughs> she was very annoyed. It's like she knew what to do. So of course you saw she kept the badge. 
She never turned it in. Well, I, I don't understand like the blocking for that because you do have the first time you run into yes, Caroline yes. and you have that confrontation, and then the nurse comes and says, "Get out of here." Well, she said, "On my way out." Yeah. Well, I took the long way. Also, <laughs> like, she came back and I was like, "Wasn't she supposed to be going? Why is she back?" Well, I was supposed to have more stuff in my box, so it appeared that I was like going around taking things, you know, like everybody was. Like, but not you know, only is she evil, evil, but she's, she's a also a thief. Yeah. <laughs> But they said, ah, don't worry about it. And see, people noticed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that yeah. on the show. He was like, don't you think it was odd? And I was like, yeah, I did notice that, actually. I wanted to go give everybody one last shot. You know, just a good day. <laughs> now, Carly's that is her moment to kind of get some comeuppance with Mary Pat. Because yeah. Mary Pat is kind of uh, not only losing the job, but her credit cards are being canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So Carly is really using her influence as well as Sonny's to really pay back Mary Pat. Right. And says, hey, you know, I told you. When you were going to inject me. Well, you know what? Everybody, oh, I never knew she was innocent. In Mary Pat's defense, (laughs) this woman came in having tried to kill a pregnant woman. That's all I knew. And she was a bit of a diva. (laughs) (laughs) And she wouldn't let it go. Um, So, yeah, yeah, that was pretty rotten. So I think she was going far in her punishment. I was looking forward to a good fight, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I wanted y'all to have yeah. a knock them, drag them out. I was waiting for some hair to be yeah, pulled. Yeah, I was waiting for a slap or something to kind of <laughs> to lead into, because she threatened me. Mm-hmm. But I wanted something a little bit, but Laura was there. And... Yeah, but you know, neither one of those characters played by you and Laura Wright, neither one of y'all were the type to, like, stoop to that. Like, both of you have that intelligent kind of torture. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? None of you are going to stoop to that physical, I'm going to drop you, punch you in your throat no, kind of thing. No, you know? no, they'll find another way. <laughs> no, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, but she also led that she knew who her husband was, so there was more secrets with that. Yeah. That there was something uh, that Carly didn't know about her husband and all of it. Mm. That's, that's what I thought. Well, those scenes certainly with you and Laura Wright can get kind of intense. So what's it like when you're filming that? Because you film it and then just have a nice laugh afterwards to kind of break the tension? We have a nice laugh before when we're running it. Um, Because I I did a more of a comedic take on the character before (laughs) when we run lines. (laughs) (laughs) And get that out of my system, you know, and and then we do it. And, And then afterwards, it's just, it's so fast to go the next scene. You know, when she uh, drugged me, Mm -hmm. they had me underneath the blanket laying there. And I had my hand laying out. uh, And so they go, turn the hand, turn the, give me directions for my hand. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And all of a sudden, the lights go out. I'm like, huh. I give it a couple seconds. I pull the blanket back. They've moved on to the next set. They're moving on. Nobody, it's like, they just left me there. They just left me laying there. They just made me laugh so much. And I was like, that okay. is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> just left it's Mary like, Pat chilling okay, under yeah. the blanket with a hand hanging out. They're on a schedule, so there's really no time for that. You know, so you, whatever you do, you do quickly. And you know, the leads they have. I, you know, I can whine about my few pages. They have so much to remember mm-hmm. and, and move right on to, including and then all their other obligations. Did they yeah. still tape the rehearsals? No, 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 no. Oh, no. yeah. Back in, when I was doing Another World and All yeah. My Children, they would tape the rehearsals. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, sometimes that's good. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> that ain't never good. Never, 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 never. How do you think? So let's assume that Mary Pat stayed at, at Ferncliff. How do you think she would have handled Nell? 
Oh. Well, Nell and I could talk about how awful Carly was. (laughs) But (laughs) I understand why you wanted to do that to her. They would just had a good little powwow. Oh yeah. I'm sure she she would probably put her in the same way she did with Carly. Mm Because Nell's got a bit of a ego on her too. She's pretty strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For you, when you first got the uh, the role on the show, did yeah. they did you know how many episodes you were going to be in initially, or did they kind of extend the story and keep you on a little longer? Well, they did extend it because um, they didn't expect the kind of uh, reaction. reaction that they had to the character. They were really surprised, and they were surprised with what I did with her. They saw her different, and they, you know, I, I did, you know, I made her real, which in some, which made her more scary, which mm-hmm. scared a lot of people uh, apparently. Uh, so no, I knew there would be possibly twelve, and then so I was really grateful when they kind of wrapped because I thought, oh, they're just gonna let it go, you know. She she, she escaped, whoosh, you know. That <laughs> 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 was it. That was it. I thought she got fired, and I thought, well, okay, well she could come back sneaking around. Now she's homeless, you know, going after her. But um, no, so when they called back, I knew it would be then for whatever it was. When whenever I would watch you portray Mary Pat, I oftentimes thought about Kathy Bates. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you invoke her? Oh, a little from bit? Misery? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that. A little combination of her and Nurse Ratchet. It was a great yeah. I was like, I see a little misery going yeah. on up in here. That she was a little bit off. <laughs> yeah. But she thinks she thinks she's normal. She thinks she's yeah. a good kind person, yes. but she's yeah. just not all quite there. Well, she's not as long as things are going her way. Mm. You know, she was the nicest to Carly when she, Carly was out of it. Oh, right? True, true. <laughs> That's very true. She was. She was sweet as pie. Yeah, she exactly, because she could impose on her. See? You're so good. <laughs> Do you think that you were such a huge success on the show? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, you know, they bring people back on soap operas all the time as different folks, yeah. as different characters? I think they'd have to let some time go, I would think. I, I don't know. Would I'd you be, be open to that? Sure. Sure, Mary Pat's really twin fun. sister who's come back. Sister from <laughs> Ireland or something. And, or was it like she was visiting and, then, and she got killed and Mary Pat's still out there. Let me tell yeah, you, I would fun. love if Mary Aww. Pat had a twin that would come back because it would just freak people all the way out. Oh my gosh. Especially since they yeah. saw her head in the, in the apple. Like it would just freak people out. They would have a nervous breakdown. I just couldn't believe they put the body. In in the art gallery, I, I couldn't oh, believe God. that either. When she fell over, and then she fell over, her butt was in the air. Ca- I know, but they kind of made it cute. So I thought, well, look, she's <laughs> nice. Her butt was in the air, like you know those little kids when they go to sleep and they put their butt in the air. Exactly. She, that's what the corpse looked like. The butt was still up in yeah. the air, but the, the shoulders and stuff were down. The foot was still oh. kind of bent. It was comical. It was very funny. It was very funny. Well, what was it like for you? Because the first time you're on the show, you're playing against John Lindstrom, but he's playing Kevin Collins, right? Uh, but then you come back, and now it is Ryan in place of Kevin. What was mm-hmm. it like in terms of playing with John both times that you were on? Oh my gosh, it's so great because he um, when we first did our first scene, and I kind of I gave him some juice at the door because you know he he just walks in, and he's like, oh, it's like that, is it? You know, <laughs> I said, hey, I'm giving him everything I can, you know, whatever nuance, and and so we had a good laugh, and he's great, but. Um, the Ryan Day, uh, he because he also played uh, Dr. Collins as well. So he had a we had a rehearsal, he had a rundown, be all pitiful, and then come back up and and do that scene. Mm. But it was, I mean, they were really nice. They gave me a great last scene with him on the pier, and all of that was just so wonderful. And we had a really nice time. I broke him uh, once on the urges thing. You know, what do I care about his urges? <laughs> 
So <laughs> that made me laugh. It's not like he's gonna get out. No, I was like, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you think. But he's um, but he he's so nuanced, and I in his performance and the differences and where he comes from for each character, it's really quite brilliant. He's a lovely man, really lovely man. How did you feel about you had a couple of scenes with uh? Maurice Bernard, didn't you? Just no, just one. Just we, that one? We, he just walked right by me. That's no, it. No, well, that was the seat. I mean, he wasn't big. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of crossed. Yeah, you know, he's just yeah. We were, we saw each other. He said hello. We we really didn't have any time. I can, I can make up a story. It's, yeah, I, I think Carla would love that. All right, yeah, yeah. He took me out in the hallway and he said, "Can, can you keep my wife in here uh-huh. for a few weeks more?" <laughs> You are hilarious. Let me see if I can find another question for you. I think we either asked all the questions or they asked all the questions. Yeah, they said they'd love to see you come back and play a different character. Nice. Then they started talking about Willow and Michael. (laughs) (laughs) They went back to this week. Yeah, they went back to this week. And then, oop, this keeps falling over. And then... uh, Let's see what else did they say. Well, for for you, so you get them with the first set that you're on the episodes. What's it like for you when you 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 finish your original episode commitment? You're like, all right, well, do they say goodbye to you or do they like, well, it was it it was great, Patricia. Um, Well, I brought in uh, presents for the casting person and stuff, and every no, everybody just go, oh, is today your last day? (laughs) You like the big day for you too. Apparently, it wasn't as important to you as it is to me. Well, they won't reveal anything to anybody, right, so they all act surprised whether they are or not. Yeah. And even, uh, but on the set, people were, you know, everybody because I live tweeted, I think, on that day as well. And and uh, but everybody was very kind, and they go, "Oh, we'll see you again," you know, because I wasn't dead. Yeah. So there was that, and then when I. <laughs> <laughs> they had had a party for someone else at the break on my last day. Somebody who had been around for a long time, and I totally cake and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I shot my scenes. It was time for lunch and all, and um, and you know everybody's go, you know, so it's lunch, right? So, <laughs> and we get done, and John, and I said, okay, well, bye, everybody. And John says, "Your last day?" And he, I said, "Yeah, yeah." And he he goes, "Hey, everybody, it's Patricia's last day." And I said, "Don't worry about it," because they're like. Yeah, we gotta catch you. Oh, like, yeah, that's all we'll do. But my stomach is growling. <laughs> but actually, the director came down and thanked me, so it was actually nice. But uh, you know, you work in this business, you know, it's not about you. Once it's not about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that. <laughs> that, that that's very so to, very true. Yeah. To go over to another medical yeah. show, of course, we're talking about Grey's Anatomy oh, as yeah. well. So, uh, how was it to to go from? Poor Charles, too, then. Well, on the same day. On the same day, because mm. the conflict. Um, years ago, I played Nurse Ginger on Grey's Anatomy, and, and a writer friend had written this beautiful episode, Elizabeth Finch, for Grey's, and she wanted me to come back So they, as the nurse. And she says, oh, she's so motherly. I'm like, oh, good, she hasn't watched General Hospital. <laughs> and so, <laughs> right. And they had one day that would conf- conflict, and one it was I was shooting three episodes of General Hospital, but they only needed me for one scene, and they're on the same lot so they thank god they worked it all out so i went from you just walked across the lot yeah i took a little nap inside the building then i went over to the trailer at the other and then um it was pretty emotional i think uh scene on gray's that day i think it was the very last scene with the baby in the uh i'm sure you watched on the incubator <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you i've got t- my gray's anatomy tattoo on my chest guys here's where i'm showing <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was actually it's so different because you know it's pretty um, 
streamlined at General Hospital. They've all been there 55 years, and the budget isn't really a nighttime, primetime budget. So I went, I went from that, which is still, they take care of you, but uh, to over to the nighttime hit show, and it was lovely. It's like, so we're having another meal, and here's a food truck, and here's the thing. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, don't you love the food truck? Uh, well, you know, it always comes right before, you know, it, you know I'm going to have a close-up, so mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> It, so it's like, forget it. I can't have it. Right. They never like, stop me from some barbecue no sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's like, yeah, it's like, give us. I'm know. like, <laughs> hair and makeup chair. Look, I had a steak. I can smoke a sister up and, you know, yes. pack it out. But they were the same people there, too, because I worked uh, at the very beginning of the show. So it was really nice to see so many people still working on Grays that were there 15 years ago. Mm. So it's, you know, so it was a good week. Yeah, it's like both of these epic shows. It was really great. You're so blessed and lucky, but you're mad talented. Well, thank you. You're thank mad you. talented. Okay, so one more Mary Pat question. Okay. Do you think that um, Mary Pat might come as a ghost to kind of haunt, <laughs> kind of haunt Kevin I, or I, Ryan? I, oh well. Hmm. Yeah. Ryan would be more fun. <laughs> I'd love to see him break. You know, because he is I just him him and his bloody Mary. The uh I know the, he said that did you catch that? <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you watch the show now that you're not there? I am watching, you know, because that was part of the thing. You get involved in the show, and, and I there's some storylines I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching, and his in particular, I want to see how many more he kills. Yeah. yeah, that was Shady Boots when he said that in that scene with Ava. He's sitting up there, and he yeah. said, oh, I'm having a craving for a Bloody Mary. I'm like, oh, that's just wrong. Uh, <laughs> that's just, just wrong. I don't know. Do you think they're going to get together? It Ava seems and, like it. Yeah, Ryan, yeah, yeah. I hope they don't do the deed. I, I'm afraid that they'll do the deed and then she'll figure out who he is and that he might want to kill her. That's what I don't want to happen. Only if she did the deed with Kevin. So she'd notice some nuances, perhaps. Do you think she ever dated Kevin? No. no. <laughs> he wouldn't have anything to do with that. That's true. But I do love those scenes where they flirt together. I do too. I think they're, they're really very entertaining. Good. They're very entertaining. And and you know he's manipulating her, so that's even more yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, if you're still watching the show, it's going to be yeah. nice to be able there and, and see your character constantly mentioned and brought up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also my picture or my head showing up mm-hmm. periodically, which is pretty funny. <laughs> you know, it's like, how many more times are the police going to lay out the head in a bunch of apples? Yeah. You know? <laughs> They keep showing that body, though. I'm like, I'm going to need to not see that picture ever again. Exactly. They showed it again this week. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? In Jordan's office. Why are they showing that picture? I'm like, I cannot. They, gotta, they spend a lot of money on that. They got to be able to yeah. get their money's worth. Uh, but if you do want to yeah. see some of the, the making of, as well as oh, a yes. photo that yeah. Patricia took, you can check out her Instagram. Uh, yeah. There's a series of photos of the actual making the mask. Yes, yeah. And then you went to set and took a little photo I took, with yeah. it. I said, I asked him, I said, can I, I before they drowned her, I said, you know, <laughs> I said, well, she's still looking pretty. Can I get it? I said, I want a picture in my head. And they're like, really? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I don't want it. Uh, you know, I don't want it at my house. No. <laughs> and no. it sure it sure kept me. I think cremation's in order for me. I don't need to have that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's pretty sad. Um, it, but it was so lifelike and, and heavy. It was really heavy. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by that. The head's heavy, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Uh, isn't it that human head weights eight, eight pounds? Isn't that what the Johnson said? Yeah, that would be about it. That would be about it, yeah. So what are you working on now, Patricia? Um, Thanksgiving. 
That's about it. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. what's your Thanksgiving specialty? What is your uh, course oh, of choice? Well, of course, well usually I, I help my nephew uh, actually clean the turkey. <laughs> we take out the inserts, so maybe it was all part of Mary Pat's thing all along. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you just exactly. didn't know. No, actually, the, the turkey itself, brining it and doing the whole thing. And I'm from a really large family, so everybody has their brings a piece of the meal, so it's really oh, easy. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to eat for Thanksgiving? Um, you know, it took years before I liked Thanksgiving because I am oh. from a big family and mm-hmm. I never learned, I didn't know what gravy was. Once I learned about gravy, anything it was could all be right. dry, it's all gravy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but I like the sweet potatoes, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like sweet potato pie or you like pumpkin pie? Because, that, you know, that's a big debate around Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know if I've ever had a sweet potato pie. Oh, I girl, yeah. I will, oh, I will right. make you one. Oh, all right. Yes, because you, please. This yes. has been said live on air, Carla, so you're yeah, obligated right. now to do no. this. Oh, Trust me, gosh. I will yes. do it. I will make you one, oh, and I will mail it to you. Okay. <laughs> and it will still be good. Oh, and you'll be like, yes. ooh, sweet potato pie, yes, please, and thank you. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. All right. All right. If, I had, that, exactly. if I had known that, I would have made one for you today. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it. but Frank is looking at me like, you can't cook. Yes, I can cook. I can throw down. That? How about that? What are you having? What's your favorite? Mm, I'm not a big turkey guy. Mm, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Side dishes. Yeah. It's all about the, uh, I, I actually like you know, potatoes and corn. Very simple. Ah. All about that. Just starch and starch and more starch. That's right. That's right. There you go. Nailing it. Nailing it, guys. <laughs> and some pumpkin pie. That's right. Oh, there you go. Yes. There you go. So you clearly don't. Have you ever had sweet potato pie? I never have. Oh my God! Now I gotta make two sweet potato pie. Y'all are oh, killing me over split here. It. That's all right. I can make two. I can make two. Make them. That's what. That's what I do during the holiday season. I just make pies for people. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's a nice gift, though. Yeah, because you know it's nice heartfelt thing. and it's personal, and you know I didn't go to the store and buy it, so yeah. it's like boom, here you go. Yeah. All right. It's well, a perfect thing. Patricia, you have something to look forward to then. I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> it was worth coming in on this I Sunday. See, yeah, I got a pie out of it. It's so good. <laughs> See, so all you other GHers, there you go. You know Laura Wright and one oh. Maurice Bernard and Steve Burton yeah. and um, I can't remember the guy that plays Spinelli, but Spinelli. All of y'all need to come <laughs> over to the GH report because you might get a sweet potato pie too. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just saying. Man. But Patricia yep. here, so she get one. I don't oh, know about right. y'all. <laughs> So now, of course, we're getting ready to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Holidays are over before you know it. At the end of the year, yeah. are you kind of planning? Are you are you thinking? I'm just going to kind of take the rest of 2018 kind of on a low key, or oh, no. still trying to get something going? Before? Oh, I'm always trying to get. You have to. Yeah. Work comes, you take it. You know, I may have a couple things I'm waiting to hear on. You know, but I, no, I work anytime. It doesn't matter. Because when, it, you know, there's always time off, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy auditioning? Um, or is it just a necessary evil? I enjoy getting a call saying, hey, we got a job for you. But I don't mind it if there's enough there so it's worth um, that I can go in and know even if they don't hire me, I did what I wanted with the role, which is that is what it is. Um, then I feel good. But if it's because uh, you have to, it's a lot of work, and you drive across town, you do it. So as long as I have something to work on, sure, I don't mind. I, I it's not as fun anymore because the uh, producers, everything's on tape, whether you do it at home or in in the room for them now, because it's so busy. Before you used to have be able to talk with the producers, or especially in sitcoms, mm-hmm. you, you could go in on a roll. 
then even if you knew the role, it's like, this isn't me, but I'll show them what I do. And they, and they will write something for you, and they did. And that used to be how it worked in the 90s, I guess. Back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it still works that way a little bit. Yeah, it just kind of, yeah I think it just kind of depends on the um, the production team. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I had a situation where I went in for I went in for a series regular for a gig. Oh, nice. And I didn't get it, but they brought me in to do a guest star, and it was supposed to be a one-off, and then they made me recurring. See? Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's really good. What show was that? <laughs> it's now gone. Bye-bye. It's in sitcom heaven. But it was called Living Biblically, and it was on CBS. I remember that. Well, it's got to come back on Netflix or something. Everything has risen. That's Everything true. has risen, especially well, Living Biblically. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so, because the sister can show you the residual check. Yeah. I'm just saying. Are you an actor as well? You but they actor? won't let me in. This oh. piece is not, does not belong on the screen. Uh-huh. I had to do a lot of convincing for AfterBuzz to let my face be oh, shown. That's it. That's yes. it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but there's a great photo also on Patricia's Instagram as well, too, with uh, her with Leslie Jordan as well. There's oh, yeah, photo. Leslie. Uh, yes, we did a uh, play together. He was the, it was a one-man show with eight other people. And it, he was the picture. We were the frame. So That's it, hilarious. It was I his, love it was, Leslie. Yeah, he's so great. It was hysterical blindness and other southern tragedies that have plagued my life thus far. Yes. And <laughs> it was a super, super hit. And it was a musical. And we all played a bunch of different characters coming in and out of his story. And it was beautiful. He took it to New York. It was a great thing. He's and crazy. He's crazy, and he's just crazy talented. Yeah, he is. And, I mean, he's so wonderful. I mean, cool kids. He's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hope the show lasts for him, because he sure deserves a regular Yeah, he gig. does. He played mm-hmm. my sister once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Big ups, Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> Call a sister when you got him in it. Yeah. <laughs> I can use a guest star on Cool Kids. Wink, wink. Oh, there you go. As, as if actors have pop. <laughs> And then, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no shame. Yeah. I don't care. No, that's all right. You got gotta ask. Patricia, it has been a delight. Oh, oh it's so great! It's an over. It is over. Yes, it's over. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Carla, because as Carla mentioned, she came in so excited uh, when she met you, and so excited to have you on the show. So thank you so much for taking time oh. out of your Sunday to come and join us. Oh, thank you. It's been really loads of fun, and I really had a great time. Oh, you guys are both the best. Oh, oh you guys you. are. You really are. It's thank really been you. lovely. Yeah. Yay! Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so Patricia, if they want to follow everything you're going have going on, and yes, uh, where's the best place to find you in social media? Uh, Instagram, Twitter at Patricia Bethune. Cool. Just my name. Simple, yes. Yeah. Go check out those photos. A lot yeah, of cool yeah. photos. Yeah, a lot of great behind the scenes yeah stuff. she does yeah. have some great photos up. Yeah. yeah. So everybody, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. We're actually going to take next Sunday off for the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, but we will be back on December 2nd with an all-new episode breaking down all the latest happenings there in Port Charles. But if you want to stay in touch with us, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up while you're there. And if you want to stay in touch with either Carla or myself, even after the show is over, Carla, where can they find you? You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can catch me tomorrow night here, right here at AfterBuzz for the finale of Season 27 of Dancing with the Stars. And as usual, you can always catch me over at Black Hollywood Live doing Black Tomatoes, my film review show. And just like here at the GH Report, we will not have a Black Tomatoes next week, but we will be back on the air on December 2nd, so join us then. One more time wow. for the super awesome, <laughs> wow. super charming, super talented Patricia Bethune for Yay! joining us. Yes. Yay! Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. You know, you don't have to. You know, it's fine. I don't mind if you don't. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, 
Our big thanks to Patricia Bethune for coming in and joining us. We'll see you back here in two weeks for another episode of the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.